loving your background, by the way. You, you, assuming, <laughs> Thank you. I'm assuming it's Studio Ghibli. Like, it looks yeah. very Hell's I don't know Moving which Castle. movie. Um, but it, it does, it, huh? It, like, I think it is Hell's Moving Castle. It does look like it could be from, like, that little, the, um, like, the meadow scene type thing. Maybe. Yeah. I think the last two guests who I had who had backgrounds on both had space backgrounds, and I thought it was going to become a thing of people just choosing space backgrounds. But welcome to the podcast, Destiny. Hi. <laughs> I, I, I kind of was thinking about this before. In terms of guests I've had on, you're probably the person I know least about. Oh. Any other guests I've had are from one who we literally went with the premise of, I know your name, let's go with that. Um, yeah. Because obviously I found you through Twitter um, and your, your, your smart mirror, which you made. And I thought saw that, and then I kind of dived into that. And usually when I do that, I can find information. But with you, I couldn't find anything. That's funny. Um, um, I was going to say, I'm terrible at introducing people. So if you would, can you tell people who you are and what you yeah. do? Um, my name is Destiny. And right now I am a DevOps engineer. And so I'm still not sure what that means. But I think it's just software engineering and testing and integration and deployment. If that kind of makes sense. That makes sense. Like, um, I don't know what else development. to say. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, it's, it's that, I think it's like, it's all that kind of like crazy tech stuff, which to someone like me, who's not great with tech stuff, I can do mm-hmm. like just enough to kind of get me through a day and to run a podcast. But Outside, like I, I recently, uh, so I recently put up a website, like I made a new website Ooh. with a friend of mine and watching them have to deal with me, try to learn web stuff is probably the most entertaining thing I could think of. <laughs> Funny. I just don't deal well with it. Um, so, I mean, you so see, you, you're, so you do DevSubs, so you, you recently kind of graduated or are you full on like business? Yeah. Um, I graduated. <clears throat> December 18th and then I started like my full-time January 4th 4th maybe doesn't matter but it was like a couple weeks and then started work yeah that's crazy so you're you're like new to the workforce and everything yeah it's um it's been a weird transition and I think a lot of it had to do with like I didn't really have that break to enjoy just not being employed after like school and so now, like, that I'm continuously working, it makes me feel like I'm still kind of in school because okay. I'm so used to, like, after class, I'd have, like, a full nights of homework and things like that. But now I don't have homework, so I don't know what to do. <laughs> you just got this abundance of free time, which... Yeah, right? And free time's yeah. so weird. But then you're DevOps, so devs never stop working, right? That's the rule. You, you yeah, kind of. You code of. at work, and then you go home, and you code at home. And that's... Yeah, right? <laughs> that's how it goes. Um I mean, we should probably talk initially about how I found you. So obviously I say I found you through that tweet where you made a smart mirror. Oh, yeah. Which blew my <clears> mind. Like, it seems like you got a lot of attention for that. <laughs> I did, which I did not expect because um, 
in my last semester, mm-hmm. I was taking advanced cybersecurity, which is probably why you didn't know my name. <laughs> but um, no, that's so good. that's good for privacy. Protection, yeah, right. Yeah. I think people still don't know my name, which is okay. But um, so in that class, we were kind of focusing on how IoT devices, so like smart thermostats and like start smart refrigerators and stuff, are super mm-hmm. insecure. And so we used a Raspberry Pi for all of our labs to kind of like imitate smart devices. Yeah. And so for the final project, just build a smart device or just build a, <clears throat> I lied. It was just build a project with the Raspberry Pi. So you right. didn't have to think about security, just whatever you thought would be fun, build it. And so when we we're looking up like projects, cause this was a group project, I saw that there was like a smart mirror thing. And so I looked into it and I thought it was really, really cool. But um we wanted to use the tools that we already had because we didn't want to pay extra money for mm-hmm. this like project that we're not even going to meet up to meet since everything's remote. So <clears throat> we ended up making this like motion sensor bird feeder thing. So like if a bird comes and eats, then it'll take a picture of it and upload that picture to Twitter with all of his metadata. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm, I, I'm clearing my throat. <laughs> but um, so during that last week so around finals week i started to buy the the material for the smart mirror so after graduation i'd have something to do but um amazon is super fast so everything came before finals like literally the week before finals so um there was this one night where i was studying it was a friday night and me and my roommate were in the um living room just talking watching movies studying and then um i was like should i build it now and uh, she was like, yeah, yeah, do it. <laughs> and so we just built it. So we started at like, oh, I guess I started because she was just kind of like in the room. But yeah. I, I started at like 11 p.m. And I think I finished it around 3 a.m. That's crazy. And but you just, uh, yeah, you and just so, like plowed through and, and pulled it through. What could, what could it actually do in the end then? Like what? Function? What does it do, right? Yeah, what does it do? Um, <laughs> it's, it's cool. It's not that it does anything like spectacular right now, but. I mean, like what, you, cool what you described to me is magic. So, like, <laughs> like actual I, magic. I just turned it off, but I, w- I wish I had it on because then I can like show it to you. But um, I was using the pie for something else. But anywho, right. what it can do now is that it has the time, date, and weather, which is convenient when you're getting mm-hmm. ready. If yeah. I'm playing music on Spotify, then it will show what song is playing on the mirror. Um, it's convenient because there's a couple modules that have like, like BART schedules or bus schedules that you can mm-hmm. add to the mirror. So when you're getting ready, you can kind of plan around like, oh, I want to be at the bus station by like this time. Um, I also have the news coming up and I also have like a Pokemon of the day with, with its stats and stuff. It's just insane. But, like, I, I, so I, I did a, a podcast a few few episodes ago because I do solo ones as well. Um, mm-hmm. How it, all this stuff just still kind of blows my mind. Like, I, I don't know. It's part of it's my age. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm 30 one years old now so like i grew up in analog technology and then i've seen it all kind of roll through yeah. and through and through and then it, like people just bring me things and i'm just like i am i do not know where to start with this like <laughs> like i have a robot vacuum and that still makes me feel like i'm in the future and then <laughs> i know right <laughs> like people like you are just at home just like no i'll build a smart mirror like <laughs> i'll i'll just get a few bits and then we could put this together <laughs> like, yeah huh? are you it's like, cool. is it's mm-hmm. like is that, do you think that's kind of synonymous with like you um like the people who like study courses like you do or do you think that's more of like a generational thing do you think people are more in tune with tech like nowadays 
I think it's a mix of both because like at least pre taking this class I didn't know much about like raspberry pis or like personal computers and like these um projects you can make but then like the other day I went to Barnes and Nobles and I was just walking around and I made it to like it's kind of a kid section low-key and they have so many kits where kids can make their own like um what do you call it um I saw a solar panel thing I saw like other robot things and teaching you how to code type of things so it probably could be generational because I didn't have that when I was like young yeah younger younger yeah (laughs) I mean so how long have you been kind of interested in coding and stuff like is it like you said like that before you went into that class you weren't too familiar with like pi and stuff but has this always been the way you wanted to go yeah yeah. in high school um I had joined the robotics team and so I wanted to be a programmer on the team but um they had this like implicit seniority thing right. established. So since I was new to the team, I couldn't program. Yeah. And then I stopped going to robotics because I got busy. But when it came time to apply for college, I did apply for computer science and I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Computer science, like I, I, I've worked with devs in the past and it's just like, it again, it's just, it kind of like, so that some of the things which you you know and the things you have to remember is crazy. And, yeah. and the bits which you pick up along the way as you go like, like you say like being unable to find your name and like <laughs> little bits like that it's like it's impressive but in a way kind of necessary <laughs> for yeah the modern world we live in I, in fact i could show you something kind of pathetic um so a friend of mine bought me this for christmas Ooh. which is a robotic can friend <laughs> And it literally, it's literally just a motor and walks along. But I felt so proud. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. It's, just, it just, it's, it's called Car- uh, Caroline or Caroline because it's got a can. Oh, nice! Does it move? It does. Oh, hang on. It walks. Oh, nice! <laughs> that's cool. That's about the level of my technology. <laughs> that's really cool, though. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, we, you mentioned projects, and, like you busted that out in like a night. Is, oh, that so, yeah. is that like a habit for you? Just like picking um, up an idea and running it is... with it? Oh yeah, a little bit. Um, I think the spontaneity, that's the um, kind of where it stems from. So like yeah. if I have an idea and want to do something, I will do it. So like, I guess joining robotics was one of them because like, I didn't have much of like an interest per se in robotics. Mm-hmm. I just saw that the robotics team was like tabling outside of um, the class I was in. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, I'll join. <laughs> like, I, I didn't even know what robotics was about. But then yeah. like after joining, I was like, hey, I actually like that. And so um, it's just little things like that. Like, um, I think one of the most or like one of the projects I was most like excited about was like my freshman year of college I would watch a lot of like old 1980s punk bands play like just watch on YouTube because I like to watch it and so um I was like oh my god I want to play bass so then I bought a bass right and I was just practicing and practicing and I ended up joining the band yeah right and so um it's just funny like I kind of lost my train of thought because like there's a lot of crumbs on my computer so I'm playing with them but um what were we talking about? Just like well, we were talking about how you leapfrog from thing to thing, and you've kind of just done that. Yeah, <laughs> know, right? but that's kind of what it is. And so it's funny because like I'll go through a big like 
like I, I was in a punk band and all that so just in that big phase and then like that kind of fell down because I had to like study in school more yeah. and then like going back into like my Minecraft phase and then that fell going back into my streaming phase um then I got into that phase of like actually using my coding skills for projects yeah and so that's that was sparked by the smart mirror which was kind of cool because like all of the attention it got made me feel more what's the word I'm looking for like I really wanted to like explore it more like I felt like I had a lot of support okay so then um like reinforced like yeah Yeah. so then made me feel like okay so maybe I'm doing something like cool fun um it's not just like midlife crisis i don't know (laughs) no i don't think it was that i think that um i don't know yeah i I like the idea of like kind of jumping through i'm a person who runs multiple projects at once yeah like i like i'm the worst for it it's usually a case of conversations with friends end up going in the line of hey graham what what are you working on at the moment because (laughs) everything's usually within the moment how am i approaching it you know what 20 things have i done in one day like even today i've done like mm-hmm. five different projects just because i'm what I, uh so I, i've got kind of multiple things so i've got a painting which is like right here which i'm working on and then i also Ooh. publish scenes um and collate those and then do some illustration stuff and then i got the podcast we're doing with you mm-hmm. It's just, I, I find it productive to be procrastinating, but procrastinating on multiple projects. Yeah. Like avoiding projects by doing other projects. Yeah, I get but, that. I do. Do you ever find like you don't finish projects then? Or do you, do oh, you see everything yeah. out? Like Always. <laughs> like, I think the Smart Mirror was like the first and last project I've started and completed. Right. It's actually not complete low key, but um, yeah, no, I never finish projects. I actually have one right here that I started a couple of weeks ago and I haven't touched it since. I'm trying to unplug it. One second, please. That's okay. We'll hold. Maybe two seconds. As long as you come back, we're fine. You don't leap leapfrog off onto something else. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Just another conversation walks past. And picked up in that conversation. Now, I, I, think, I think it's like a strange thing. Like, I tend to finish projects, but I just run so many. Oh, there's so much wiring. I should probably turn my background off, but... <laughs> because you can't see it but yeah it was supposed to be this like slow movie maker where like on this like um e-paper it would play a movie okay but like the scene changed like very slowly so i'll put it in a a picture frame and it looks like there's a new picture every couple somethings i don't know what what time i would have finished (laughs) no yeah that's crazy (laughs) not at all I mean, I, I, do, do you know, like, I feel, I speak to a lot of people who get really disheartened that they don't, like, finish projects and, like, they start other things and not finish the others. Do you do you ever get that or do you just, yeah, no, we're, we're done with that. That's, we'll move on to something else. Um, I I usually don't, but, sorry, I got hair in my mouth. Uh, like, a month ago, I was feeling like that because um, I would just keep starting a new project, starting a new project, starting a new project. And, um... I started to get overwhelmed because I didn't know what I wanted to work on right? because there was so much to work on. So it wasn't necessarily that I didn't finish them, but it was more so like, I did feel like I was drowning. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, when you, whenever you get into that um, kind of cycle, you, it, the best way to do it is pick the one which you can finish quickest. Yeah. Huh? 
and then just knock that out of the park and then everything else seems like it might be doable and you can kind of yeah ease your way into it but I, I i don't know i always think it's kind of healthy to do this i don't know i know right it seems right like you're picking up skills and stuff yeah huh? as you go along so like now i feel more versed in like python or at least in like you know if someone came to me with a project idea yeah. i can have a better plan of how to go about it because i'm like okay i've done something similar mm-hmm. um maybe this is these are the only tools you need and this is what you need to build it whatever yeah but i, I think it's cool it's just like a casual it's like oh, what's the word is it osmosis we're just like absorbing <laughs> things as you go past things. oh yeah yeah just say like, i'm just casually exploring those things i always think like that there's always a worry in my mind that like i'll get down the line and then everything will combine into one big kind of like meta project <laughs> that'd be kind of cool and I'll just, but I'll just not be able to handle it. Like oh. <laughs> it'd be too much. It was like, everything's just going to combine. And then I'm like, oh, but I can't do that idea. Cause it's way too big. Way, yeah. I feel it. Way too ambitious. Um, but no, I, I like it. The, the whole idea of like instant stuff from Amazon allowing you to do projects early seems kind of crazy. Right. So it didn't give me time to kind of like, you know, when like I'm waiting for everything to come. So then yeah. I like get, what's the word I'm looking for? Cause I'm not going to say I'm disheartened, but I'm like, less eager to build a project after that yeah because everything took so long to come so the initial excitement is over but yep. with this one uh like <laughs> was that just, they all came within the week i thought that was so crazy because some of them were like oh expecting to arrive by like december 23rd yep. and like things like that and it was like december what 10th and everything was just in my living room it was crazy so, the- so it's like such a crazy amount of like instant gratification we've been able to get from. Yeah, right. <laughs> the start of this and this and this and this. But no, I, like I think that like as you say, like that is a stumbling block for like a lot of people when they start projects. Is they can see kind of like how long something would take. Or, oh yeah. And and it it just becomes like they defeat themselves before they even begin. Like yeah. I got this big idea. It's like, oh, it's going to take a couple of weeks. It's going to take, you know, a few hundred, few hundred dollars or something. And I'm like, yeah, I could save up for it, but that's like two months down the line. Yeah. I want to do this. I put yeah. everything on my credit card. <laughs> I mean, that's the risk. Of integrating. Yeah. I'm not going to. That's why that, sometimes. But, you know, it's a, yeah, it's, it's it was a pretty party project, but yeah. I was like, graduation present. Yeah. Treat yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Those kinds of things. I know. I mean, I mean, I'm the same. Like, I get, I completely get taken over by projects. If, if it yeah. has me. Like, um, so recently, I, I bought like a vintage suitcase. <gasps> cool. Um, because like I do these zine fairs where I go and like give away zines for free because I'm. Oh, nice. Apparently, don't have a concept of money. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I, I bought this vintage zine case, uh, which was all damaged and everything, and it's like the idea is to re kind of refit the inside and upcycle it and mm-hmm. make it so it can like have little zine slots and then like have shelves in the back and everything so i bought the case and then it was just kind of sat in my living room mm-hmm. staring at me like <laughs> weren't you gonna do something with me like we we had a project to do can, can, can we do this? um and then when i started it it literally dominated my entire house like <laughs> every oh, room wow was just like something for it in one way shape or form 
but I knocked it out in like a weekend. It's like everything wow. was done in a weekend. Like, oh like, wow! But my house was nice. a tip at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, huh? That happens. Yeah, but nice. But I think awesome. that's. I feel like sometimes you have to be willing to get lost, and I don't think some people are. You do. I think that's like the most fun part about it. Hmm. Like just exploring it and just getting willing to risk it. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, do you project plan at all or do you literally just dive in? I dive in. And I think that's like one of my, um, you said that was so much regret. (laughs) Yeah. Like, so every once in a while, like to kind of motivate me to work on projects, I'll stream it. And so, um, the that's other night, huh? That's interesting. Like a way of motivating is you giving yourself an audience to criticize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'll just hang out with people while I, you know, play with this code. Yep. And so um, I was building my like portfolio site the other night. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just really funny because some of the comments I was getting was like, oh, but like, what are you trying to do? Like, what do you see? Like, or this page, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, I don't see anything. I'm just kind of just going for it and playing around with it until I think it looks nice. Yeah. And so like, I think particularly with front end, like their number one thing is building a mock-up before actually going and like building the page. Mm-hmm. I don't do that. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just go. That and every <laughs> other project has been like that. That's why the smart mirror I say is incomplete because every other person who has built one has made a case or a frame for it and I don't have a frame or a case I just bought some of the material and put it together so I never built a frame doesn't necessarily need a frame frame it doesn't it doesn't have earthquake here so won't fall yeah (laughs) you build it for you though as well like if you'd build it for like a client like then maybe yeah you want to make it look nice but when you build it for you there's a there's a level of unfinishedness you can get away with like oh you're still right yeah I do that all the time. Like the amount of stuff which is in my house, which looks dodgy or mm-hmm. seems unsafe <laughs> because it's in my house and I'm never going to give it to anybody. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's it true. The matter that that bit's got like kind of a sharp edge or like a nail. Yeah. Out of it. Like it's staying in my house. <laughs> I know it's there. Like, and to make it worse, I have it right next to my bed. So like <laughs> if it ever falls while I'm asleep, then <laughs> It's your own fault that way, right? You want to get yourself to blame if it goes wrong. Same with like my suitcase. Like if my suitcase breaks, I built it. I know that. I I cut corners where I cut corners. (laughs) We don't. We don't just don't ask about those corners. We just move on and carry on in a way. Yeah, that's how you get projects. I think it's. I think it's, it's it's interesting that you approach it like that because I know from kind of development side of people doing things, there is a lot of focus on planning. And like so much flow, especially like obviously if you work for a company, planning is is big because people want to see where things are going. But it's, yeah. it's it makes a, it almost makes it seem more like art, like yeah, the way you're approaching it. Do you see that? Like I do see of, that. Like it's an organic process of what you do. It or, is. I mean, when you, I mean, I, I'm trying to even think of it like how you think of it, like. Where you just dive in, you just like, I'll just start writing code. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I do. Like, so for this one, I started off smaller. Like, hmm. I built an app header and a footer, right? Because I was hmm. like, okay, like, I know all of my pages are going to want to have that, but the actual content, 
um, will come when it comes. Like I didn't plan it. I was just like, I will have four pages. And when I get to working on those pages is when I'll find out what they're supposed to look like. So I didn't really, um, I guess it's whatever I felt at the time, like in that yeah. moment, what did I feel this page should look like? Which is also a problem because the next time I work on it, I'm going to say, wow, this is ugly. Why <laughs> let me do that? And I'm going to change it again. So it's never, that's, I don't know. I don't know how to word it. It's a very sandbox thing to do, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Even though it's not supposed to be sandbox, is it? I don't know. I don't know. I guess I wonder now, like, if you'd have a problem with letting go of a project. For what happened? Like, if you let's say, so if you had a project, you were mm-hmm. working on it, and you, because you, because you never really see it finished in a way. Yeah. Would you have an issue letting it go to somebody, knowing that someone else will think of it as a finished project? I look like I've just scared you. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, yeah, maybe. I probably would. Like, especially, I, I don't know how, I mean, I, obviously you say you don't finish projects and you you jump from one thing to another, but is there a <laughs> level of like perfectionism within you that wouldn't want something to be seen? Because... Oh, no. No? Like, I think that <clears throat> I will still show it. And just like, like, for example, once again, that smart mirror, how I said was not complete. Yeah. I still said, oh, I built it, <laughs> even though it wasn't done, but I'll still debut things. It's just, yeah. I just keep working on it whenever I do, maybe. Yeah. If I'm, think, if I'm not occupied by something else. If something else is just not stuck in. But then I, th- I always think, I always think with projects, like, to me, I, I'm very similar. Like I say, projects are never finished. Mm-hmm. Right. even if i release them to the public even if i put them out there in my mental state i'm like it's not finished if i can keep working on it so, uh, so until someone claims it like it's it's you know it's it's like the the loading bar on anything like i'm gradually doing it and even like projects i pick up and then i drop i'm mm-hmm. just like oh well if i drop it i've still done like five percent of whatever it was so then when I go back to it, like you say, I'm basically going to look at it and go, oh, well, you know, I don't like this anymore. But I spent 5% figuring out that I don't like that. Like, yeah. And kind of diving out of out of the way. I guess I, I think in a way of I'm looking of how you would advise other people to do the same thing. Because what you did is, is bold. Like, especially considering you ended up with like a viral tweet out of it. It's like, it's a bold thing to do. And that's a scary thing for a lot of people. Oh my God, it's so scary. <laughs> That's why I was glad that I was in cybersecurity because I didn't have my name and information anywhere. <laughs> it is I mean, scary. How how do they like? I guess it's for, for anyone kind of like who may, especially in this world where you can go viral for literally anything. Anything, huh? Like, you went viral for something very positive, like as a good thing to do. How does that like? How do you even deal with that? Like, how did you deal with that? <laughs> So at the time that I tweeted my like my picture, right? Yeah. I was talking to about a good 100 to 200 people because I only had 100 to 200 followers. I think I was in the 200s at the time. Yeah. So I didn't really expect it to go more than maybe about 30 interactions, maybe 30 retweets-ish. Yeah. Um, so I remember that night I had left my phone here 
because it, it, it died. And so I went with my friend, we got some like coffee and we drove around because like that's all you can do during mm-hmm. quarantine, I guess. Okay. And also yeah. like at nighttime. Mm-hmm. And so when I came back, there were randoms who were like commenting on it and like retweeting it. And so I was like, oh, what the heck? So um, I just kind of thought that it would plateau like around the middle of the night. So then getting up the next morning, I noticed that it was just it was in the thousands and I was like, I don't know what to do. So I had to delete Twitter from my phone. And then I had to um, like kind of stop myself from going on it on the computer just yeah. because I was getting anxious. So I didn't know how to, how to handle it or how to deal with it because mm-hmm. like I was just so used to being in like the small bubble of like maybe 200 followers on Twitter and then also mm-hmm. 200 on Instagram and a private account. So like I wasn't used to like all of that. So then every once in a while, my friends, would check it for me and then they would say oh my god it's in like you know this many k or oh my gosh it's hitting the like 100k and stuff like that and then i'll get like mini panic attacks because i was like i don't know what to do knowing that that many people know i exist yeah in a sense and then like once there were people who were like interacting with it like like when alexis ohania was interacting with it and stuff Mm. i started to get really scared (laughs) because i was like oh my god that's random yeah like I guess in my brain, I didn't think that I had done anything um, worth paying attention to because, like I said, I had got the idea from a Raspberry Pi like blog site yeah. when I was trying to look for a final project from class. So I think I didn't answer your question because I got sidetracked. But you said, "How do you like, handle it?" Right? Yeah. I don't. You didn't. I didn't. Yeah. It just kind of like eventually died down, and then I feel better. I feel like that's probably the best thing to do in that situation. Is just, just ignore it, right? Like the just... fact that your phone died is almost perfect. Of just like I know, going shoot, Isn't my phone's crazy? dead. I don't have to deal with this. <laughs> yeah, right. But then turning it back on, I was like, okay, yeah. I had to mute it because I remember, um, like, I couldn't even use Twitter really yeah. for a minute. It was like just so many notifications and stuff. Yeah, that's insane. Like, yeah, yeah. it's. It, I think it is, it is one of those things. Is like we. I mean, obviously, you know, with like working in like devops and stuff i'm just like the amount something can blow up is crazy and like it can be hugely damaging to a lot of people um but yeah i mean you've been good because you did something good and the people out there loved it (laughs) do you think does it i mean does it is it stopped you from sharing anything else or have you just gone back to yeah i'll do what i want um i think i'm the latter yeah just i'll do what i want because like i used at first I thought that I had to rebrand. I had to become this like, you know, techie account and stuff like that. And so I was just like living in that like false world for like a month, but now I'm back to just tweeting whatever I want. So like if one day I'm thinking about 80 synth pop, I'm going to tweet about it and like live tweeting my Skyrim gameplay. Like, but I I still do stream some tech stuff. So it's not that like it totally disappeared. So you know where to find me, but um, I don't know. No, I think that's, that's a good way of doing it. Because I think that's that's a balance of yourself as well, though. I think yeah. Especially with, like, something like Twitter. you you Because I always often find that with, like, people who they have, like, a brand account. Mm-hmm. And then they'll have, like, a personal account. And then they'll have, like, a private account. Yeah, right. Like, why are you you're creating so much work for yourself? If you, that's if exhausting, you... right? That's what I was like. That's what I was thinking. I was like, honestly, the people who followed me, like, at first, like, yeah. I don't know what they had projected I would be because like yeah. it was that one tech tweet and everything else was just me talking about like oh my gosh I'm craving coffee like you yeah. know what I mean so like I was never branded so that's why I was like no I'm just going to keep being me and it, that one tweet 
it was just that one tweet. Yeah. But no, I think that's good. I mean, that's that's essentially why I kind of like when I went through your profile, I was just like, you know, because that's what I do every single time when I find someone. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, see what this is. This looks kind of cool. What's this person about? Like, what what's the actual deal? Because I, I think I had another guest, um, Ramona, who she had like a question tweet go viral which was just like it was like describe a film as something something and then it was like obviously you know millions of people retweet it and and that kind of thing she had that um but she works in those kinds of things Mm -hmm. like knows about like marketing and and all these different bits Ah. um so it was like oh well this is interesting from like a publicist point of view and from like a production point of view whereas with yourself i was like yeah you know i'll look through and there's like okay so there's some like anime and game stuff and like yeah random thoughts and i'm like this is much more sincere and what i want from people who i want to talk to rather than someone's yeah. like oh who check out my brand and go buy my t-shirt and yeah i get you I, I just don't i don't i don't know i think online there's a level of people don't really manage to strike that balance like, yeah a lot of the time and it's like your online persona sometimes isn't necessarily a reflection of you yeah like you could be super cool in person, but just kind of like fabricated. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not good with words. It's fair. I'm not good with numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I mean, yeah. Obviously, people use it to hide behind as well. Um, but like, I mean, you, you mentioned like punk and um, synth pop and stuff like that. Oh yeah. How do you? How do you get into that? Because you're. I mean, not to pick hairs but you're quite young to be into this thing. oh yeah um I don't know I think I've always kind of been like into like 80s aesthetics yeah. and stuff like forever I don't really know when it started maybe like super young but um I would just listen to music like on YouTube mostly yeah. because um whenever I go back to my parents house like I don't have a room because someone else moved into my room so I exist solely in the living room. So I have the big TV. And so um, just watching music videos all the time. And then like, you know, things get recommended to me. And I'm like, okay, like OMD. I like OMD. Who else is like OMD? Oh, Gary Newman. Oh, Human League and stuff like that. And just keep diving deeper and deeper. And so um, same thing when it was coming to punk. Cause I was like, okay, like I really, really, really like the clash. Like who else can I like, you know, find who's yeah. like the same type of energy just 80s punk is like my favorite because I think it, it was the energy for me like yeah. simple baselines just really fast paced just like sometimes talking about nothing sometimes they were talking about something but um yeah so just kind of mostly YouTube and like my own research so like I guess I can say Wikipedia and yeah. also like um it's like proper research like you go you go all out when you're interested in something just you like- do right like <laughs> my vinyl collection is back here and i could just show you like yeah so like this album yeah was well, recorded I, because of this. I, I, I don't know if like you'll find it insulting but it's like i i enjoy how much that reflects your own personality of the thing <laughs> you like about the genres <laughs> just like... it does right the synth pop is so fun and it's just so like it sounds colorful i don't know how to explain it but yeah. that makes sense in my mind sounds colorful <laughs> I could see that. <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's interesting as well because, like those those two genres as well, are very much in line with like tech and like getting around things and these kinds of things. <laughs> they are right. Like whenever um like I talk about craft work or even like just just like watch craft work like um 
interviews and stuff like that they kind of talk about how like this synthesizer like as an instrument as a concept was new that's new technology and like everyone like heard that sound it was like let's just build off of that and so like all of these synth pop artists just like started with this one like crazy wire looking synthesizer and just kept remodeling it rebuilding it making it like smaller the drums which are like a synthesizer type thing like what is it i used to have it in my, my bio it was like the Simmons, 1982 Simmons SRT. I forget what it was, but that was a really cool synthesizer for its time. <laughs> yeah, it was just like that a whole like passion of like pushing tech to see what you could do with it. And then Punk doing like, oh, well, how heavy can we make a guitar? And yeah. Huh? <laughs> what else do we need to do with this? I mean, the question there is now like how long until you build an instrument? oh my god i know right <laughs> so there were two things that i was looking into i was watching or no I, I didn't watch anything i was reading up how someone built a guitar pedal okay like they just built it themselves and so i was like i wonder if i could do that and then also um i have this super old like 80s 70s vintage amp that doesn't work right. and so i don't know if i want to like fix it or if i want to like make it better yeah or just keep the casing of it you know what i mean but yeah I, yeah, I, I don't know when I'll build an instrument. <laughs> you should definitely build an instrument. Like, yeah, right. I should build that drum kit I was talking about. You should you combine those passions of the things which you, you're going to end up with a meta project where you just like, yeah, right. I'm taking everything I love about music and now I'm taking everything I like about code and here's this new instrument which has no name. And can you, I like, so can you still play bass? Can you still play bass? Yeah, I have three of them right here. You have three basses. It's, yeah right guitars are a sickness i'm telling you like the, the <laughs> amount of people i know who play guitar and they're like yeah i got like 10 guitars like, right why <laughs> no <laughs> especially if you're, you're like I, I, I don't know i always feel like you if you have one set of hands you only need one but that's my <laughs> my kind yeah. of point i never really need need much more i mean do you do you when you kind of like think forward then future project wise i know you don't uh, like i know you don't like to plan but do you have ideas? i don't huh i'm not much <laughs> of a future thinker i don't dwell on the past or future i'm very present so okay. i guess it's going to be just a spontaneous thing where i get an idea and i'm like i have to start it right now or else it won't happen yeah. so if i try to think of the future though if you try there's one I thing you know. need right now i think that one of the skills i've been like Oh, I can tell you. I can tell you. So okay. two things that I've been looking into with downloading Unity, which is like what some people use to make games. Um, okay. And so I think Unity has like an AR feature. So like Instagram and Snapchat filters, Pokemon Go type of thing. And so I've been trying to look into Unity AR, but right. I haven't gotten around to downloading Unity. But um, I've been looking into either games or just making filters. Right. That's cool. Yeah. Do you ever get worried then, like some like if a project would like like we say you haven't got around to downloading Unity, right? Mm-hmm. Do you ever worry that like because you if you do, everything else you're doing will suddenly become unimportant? In, oh, like, it always happens. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're self aware. That's good, right? Yeah, like, I have a list of projects. Oh, oh yeah, they're they're secret. That's why they're not projects. showing. I mean that. These are the ones I have not started yet. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think that's the best way to go with it, though. It is right. Like I, do, I don't understand people who can only work on one project at one time. How do they do that, right? 
like no they do clue. they do it from start to finish and they'll get like a bullet point list and they'll just like they'll work through it no well, a little bit by a little bit a little bit and just like gradually increment it and i can't understand that me neither I don't, my brain doesn't work like that especially not when i'm working on a project like, it's all over the place i know right scrambled <laughs> eggs i mean so so you got tech I'm learning everything about you as I go along on this podcast, as I say, because I, I couldn't do my research on you. <laughs> yeah. Huh? <laughs> so well protected. It's great. Um, yeah. So you got music, you got tech, you got games, which you're clearly playing. I yeah. Mean, you're thinking about making games. Is, is it is it more like RPG stuff or is it just like you mentioned Skyrim, but does it expand outside? Of oh, my gosh. Yeah. I love RPG and uh, sandbox games. Yeah. Um, the game i would make i don't know what i would make no i probably won't make a game until like forever and always because like story building is not my forte so if i did make an rpg i couldn't do too much but you could build an engine like i guess that's true you could build something for other people that is true i was probably gonna like read up on it watch youtube videos and stuff to kind of get a better idea yeah i do have a friend who is making games so maybe i should hit him up I think I the way, way you approach things is is really interesting to me because I'm I'm very much like a, I'm I, I the way I'd say is like I take the scattergun approach to projects of like I'll have fifty projects at once and then it will seem like I'm doing nothing and everything all at the same time and like nothing's getting done but then every so often three of them will finish like yeah <laughs> that's cool I'll pick up a few more but with yours you you kind of you build bases for ideas. Like you say, like you, you start something, you get it to a point of like, yeah, this is a thing now. And mm-hmm. then you, you move on to something else. <laughs> yeah. I find pretty it Because it's like, you, you'd be great as like a project starter, like an initial concept. Yeah, huh? It'd just be impossible to kind of tether you further down the line and go. Yeah, it is. Can you finish? It kind of sucks sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Do you, do you work well in teams or is it just more? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I work better in teams because like let me see how to word it. I think I feed off of energy. So like okay. having someone else to work, like to work with, um, yeah. it'll make me more inclined to just keep going forward, see what we can do. If we get stuck, we both think about it, fix it, keep moving. But if it's just me, um I have like the free reign to like give up and do something else. I don't think giving up is the right word. It's more so just like, okay, like I don't want to put my energy into this right now. So I'll just do this next thing and then just keep doing that over and over and over. So yeah. I, I won't, I feel like I won't reach my goal by myself, like as quick as I'd want to or as efficiently as I want to. Maybe. I'm, I don't know words. <laughs> do you fix problems <laughs> as you go then? Or do you just like, like if you hit a barrier, are you very much a person of like, okay, I need to do like a bit of research and do this. So you're just like, no, I'm doing this now. I'm fixing the problem now. Like, it, it depends. Like if I get yeah. a, a problem, I'll probably spend like a couple, it depends. Sometimes I spend a couple hours on it because I got free time now. But if um, I'm not getting anywhere, then I'm like, okay, well, I'll look at this some other day when I have the energy for it. Because what usually happens is like I go back to it and suddenly it's clear. Yeah. I think that's another thing as well. I think you need to get distance from projects every so often. Like, yeah because that happens to me a lot at work yeah yeah so the last problem i had at work was like it damn near felt like half a year 
that I was stuck on it where, um, cause I started off as an intern right. and so it was a deployment thing. And so we had to like do the Jenkins pipeline, uh, this whole Docker stuff and like deploying it to Docker UCP, all that crazy stuff. Right. And so like, as an intern, like still in college, I had no clue what any of that meant or why we were doing it kind of thing. It's just more so I was learning as we go. And so like, I would just get stuck. I was like, I, it's not deploying. Like I've copied and pasted like the example and I don't know why mine's not working and I couldn't even figure out where to look. So I would just get stuck, just stare at it looking crazy. And, um, I finally solved that like two weeks ago. It feels like two, three. Yeah. See, right. That, barely. That's why like I hate code. Cause I like something <laughs> goes wrong and then there's like no reason why it went wrong. Like the amount of times. Or it's the smallest thing. I'm using. Well, I ha- no, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I got excited. I was saying, like, I'm using WordPress at the minute and <laughs> I've done like things in there. I'm just like, I don't know why this doesn't work. <laughs> I know. Right. Not WordPress. <laughs> I feel it. Google Analytics as well is also the devil's work. Like, absolutely hate Google Analytics. Just throwing that out. <laughs> I never use it. It just doesn't work. I don't, I don't understand yeah. it. And then I just get like stuck in trying like circular logic of like, you know, you get like a setup wizard and it'll tell you how to do it and then you follow it. And no, like, that yeah. doesn't work. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that sucks. The documentation for things could be a lot better because sometimes like these errors are more common than you think they are. Yeah. But no one writes it down somewhere saying, oh, by the way, if you're getting this error, just check your proxy or something like that. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. I kind of wonder whether you'd be able to make documentation just because you <laughs> <laughs> getting stuff for a year, huh? You're just like going through and it's like, did you stop to write down what you did? <laughs> I never do. And I think that like the day that I do start doing that, like it'll just be an amazing day. Yeah. Because with this um, last Docker error, it was something new where every single time was something new where it was like, oh, since you have a front facing app, like a front end React app, you need to have an Nginx container. Okay, cool. I built the Nginx container. Oh, but also you need to like, you know, download the SSL keys and certificates from like Vault. Oh, no one told me that. Okay, I'll fix it. Oh, that doesn't work. Oh, it's because you need a proxy setup. Oh, okay, no one told me that. Let me just create a proxy. Oh, no, we have a proxy for you no one told me that so I could have been writing all these steps down and things like yep. that until finally the last one was oh your Jenkins pipeline says that you're trying to point to 8443 just point to 443 and then it magically works right I could have written all of that down but like I never did luckily I remembered it because it was so like I don't think traumatizing is the right word but it was <laughs> like <laughs> but it was just like every single day just sitting there for eight hours just looking crazy of course I'm going to remember how like someone fixed it but yeah it's yeah. just like a trial like I think I'm getting like an insight to why most technology doesn't come with instructions anymore just <laughs> because like, it's just like trial and error just like- trying things until it works I did this 20. Yeah. I think that's the thing of like the amount of times I've, I've had a problem with something and I've taken to someone who can do code or something and they've just fixed it. And I'm like, well, tell me, tell me what you did so I can, like I can. fix it like <laughs> later on. Like, don't worry about it. We just, I just did this, this, and this. It'll take too long to explain what I did to yeah, huh. you know like what happened. And I was like, lost. No. <laughs> do you ever want to learn how to code? Um, Part of me does, but part of me also doesn't. Like part of me does yeah. because there's there's things I want to do and things I like I can see. I think this is this is my initial like thing. Like I'm a very analog, practical person. 
like if I'm going to do something, I'm going to build something. I'd rather build it out of like cogs and wheels because I can see everything and I understand that. Yeah. And it's like easier for me to visualize it. And I'm very visual. Um, Yeah. And I think the, the amount of times I've had an idea and gone, I just don't even know if this is possible, like in code. And I have to take it to like a friend and say, could this be done? And they, they've gone, yeah, it could probably be done and someone could code it. Um, like I had an idea for like a, essentially like a Twitter bot ages ago. Um, and I wanted to like communicate with people and pick things up and, and like retweet and then build that into like an analog art installation. Mm-hmm. So it would basically be controlled by Twitter, um, which I've seen done before, but I'm yeah. like, I don't know where to begin with that. Oh, um, dang it. But then at the same time, like you, you mentioned, you work very well in teams. Whereas when I work in a team on a project I'm working on, I get frustrated working with other people <laughs> because I'm yeah. very much, I, I need to fix it. I need to know what's happening so I can understand it, so I can fix it. And then I'll feel better about it. Whereas yeah, if someone brings me a solution, I'm just like, oh, I don't know what to do with the solution. Like it fixes it, but I don't know what to do because it's like further down the line, yeah. I'll never know how to fix it again. Like, that is true. It's a real problem. Maybe I should just utilize you or just send you like <laughs> art projects and like, hey, c- could you build me this? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> We're talking about the Twitter bot. I did um, make one before. Okay. What for? Yeah. Twitter has their own. Huh? What for? That was that group project I was talking about where like okay. every time I took a picture of like the animals oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uploaded to Twitter, that was pretty much a bot. Um, but when I was looking into like the Twitter developer access and like the APIs and stuff like that, you can have it where it can retweet things for you. It can read messages for you. It can send messages for you and things like that. And so when you were saying that, I was like, oh yeah, I can kind of see how you could do that. This, this is a problem with speaking to me is that I give people ideas <laughs> and then they go away. And I know, like, huh? We could do this. Idea. I'm going to go steal it. Steal I'm going to add it to my list. Do it. As long as you do something Why conceptual do with that? it, I don't care. <laughs> you know? I mean, your list is tiny. There's like, what, seven things on there? Yeah. Oh my gosh, they hate me. Should I just turn my background off? It's because my room's messy. I mean, have you seen my room? <laughs> Yay. Yeah, there's like seven things on there. Is it? I can't count. Yeah. Yeah, I've already had seven. The other one was good with numbers. I'm not good with numbers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's seven things. I mean, my I haven't got notepads up here, but I've got like sketchbooks in literally every room. Just oh, wow. if, I, if I'd like, so like these are all various ideas. And oh, then, wow! Like every page is filled with ideas, and then the pages in here are filled with ideas. Oh, that's crazy! Because, yeah, my brain just doesn't stop. Like, oh, yeah, I feel it, and that's, that's why I end up with like 50 million projects on the go and pushing various that's things. Yeah, you know, because who needs sleep and money, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Me at three AM playing Skyrim, huh? <laughs> I mean, is, is your way of like doing projects and code stuff? Is that? I mean, I guess, I guess my question is like whether that's a financially easier way of exploring projects with like code and stuff because you don't um, necessarily need tech to do it. I guess that's true. Like, because working with React and JavaScript and stuff like that, these projects, it's pretty much free yeah i just a lot of of freeware out there yeah (laughs) i'm not paying for anything on that or while working with it yeah i think it'd be be interesting to see kind of like what does come 
kind of future wise especially like we you saying like there's a lot of like kids get taught coding at such an early age and like schools are doing it and yeah like, right this seems insane you're, you're training future developers who are then going to just have that knowledge like a base knowledge on how to do this yeah and then they can get instant gratification online and order every, every part they need from amazon to build right? that future <laughs> kids are crazy they're they're going to be doing it like for sure i'm pretty sure they already are but i'm, I'm not in any spaces to know yeah. but yeah because after i saw all of those kits like at barnes and nobles i was like that's basically what i have started looking into now yeah. i think it's a level of danger with that i don't know like because like like what you're saying like you could you could order so you could like you could learn to code at home like, uh, I learned to code um, through school. You learned to code through school. Well, like a kid yeah. could learn to code at home. Like, Oh, yeah. And then like, if they had an idea, they could order all the bits they need easily mm-hmm. online. I know, right? And then build whatever they want. I guess pretty much that is true. <laughs> and whatever they want, we don't know what they want. Could be building, you know. Um, I mean, you I know. know. Robots that say bad words. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I mean, they're not going to build can robots like I did. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think there's like a duality to it. Like the, the whole idea of running projects and learning different skills is just that you do gain a lot of information, but you, there is a, there's like a, I don't know if there's a, an accountability to people putting that information out there on how to do these things. Yeah. Know what they're going to be utilized for. I do remember after taking um like the cybersecurity classes that I took, mm-hmm. um, like if we were to take the skills that we learned like as students and do malicious stuff, yeah. I think the school is like not held liable or accountable for that because they do try and tell us that we're like the white hat hackers. Like at least like the skills we're learning, don't use them for bad. Like, yeah. And like, I, and so like through school, we learn like, you know, just don't hack people for bad. Don't do that. Don't do this yeah. with like what you're learning. But like, like you're saying, for like a kid who's just like scrolling through the internet, how do I do this? How do I do that? I guess there isn't any like, like you said, like ethics basically just saying like, oh, yeah. no, we're not going to show you how to do that because yeah, you didn't know. I don't know. It's I all, know what I'm trying to say, but. I guess it's all kind of intent. Into it. It's like you, you can teach someone how to like, um, you know, hold a brick but whether, oh, yeah. whether they throw a brick or build a house with it is, <laughs> you know, that's true. It's very different. Um, and I think, yeah, it's, I think it's, it's it's interesting to see as like a skill because it's like back in the day to go like way back, you know, we taught people how to like read and write, and then they got annoyed when people used reading and writing to do like riot stuff and political oh, action yeah. and all those kinds of things. Whereas now we teach people to code. <laughs> it's like, I feel like there's, I almost feel like there's like a waiting room of like, there's going to be a moment where people are like, no, we shouldn't be teaching kids to code. Like, <laughs> we, we can't they be teaching. probably will them. never say that. No. But maybe. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not everybody's going to build a new synth guitar. And learn yeah, how to, right. And how to guitar and everything. I mean, you mentioned like AR and stuff and getting involved in that. Do you think those kind of all overlap? You love a music and AR and I guess it could. The greater overlapping worlds of things. Now, I'm not just like, trying to give you extra projects to do, but I know, huh? Um, they probably could. Like I could see how 
maybe so the way I'm thinking of it right now is pretty much how Pokemon Go is how like okay. if I pull up my Pokemon Go right here and I summon a Pokemon to just sit here then how would the, how would it work with music like would an instrument pop up or maybe you could lyrics? play with like you like your favorite bands oh that's true <laughs> I didn't think of that oh my god that'd be so cool I just have like, new order right here it's like Joe Strummer yeah. pops up out of nowhere and you're like oh, yeah right I have a poster of him up here <laughs> we're just building little virtual worlds Pokemon yeah right Go, punk Pokemon Go I feel like that's an oxymoron <laughs> <laughs> I know punks okay. play Pokemon Go <laughs> yeah definitely I know I know plenty of punks who play Pokemon Go it's such a strange thing. Like, I think as a genre, it's, it's kind of like a strange thing to have seen it evolve. And like, like we're saying, like we'll watch technology evolve. And like, but with music, you see people who got involved with something very early on, and then like, oh yeah, moved on and moved on. And then like, when we look back now and we look at the punk artists, and you're like, okay, what what do these punk artists do now? Are they still activists? And you're like, actually, no. A lot of them are weirdly like conservative. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know that's crazy. It's like so sad. What happened to you guys? It you is, were, right? So cool. It's like, didn't you say this like 20 years ago? <laughs> yeah. We yeah. just we just picking at the scab. I mean, can you do you, do you find you do that with projects as well? Is it all very uh kind of like self self-motivated, self-serving? Or do you do you get the idea of like, oh well no, we could do this to change something, to make something better or rebel? Or I think I do more self-serving projects. Yeah. I do want to like get not get better but i do like want to think of something that could help the general good but i haven't thought of any ideas do you challenge yourself with that then like when you think of something do you do you try to go okay i want to do something new because this will be hard or do you just like go oh no i want to do something which i'm comfortable with but i know i can complete and get get done the latter yeah yeah I think, I think, I don't know. I, I, I'm always, I don't know. I, I play devil's advocate with myself. They're just like, this is going to be difficult. Good. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I, I couldn't. I guess I do yeah. sometimes. A little bit. Like, I think most of the projects that I do start um, are challenging in some sense. Because mm-hmm. one of the projects I worked on was like trying to recreate the game 2048. But like strictly using React JS and Node, which like theoretically sounds like it wouldn't be hard, but um, I mean you just said a lot of things I don't understand there. So theoretically, <laughs> it sounds extremely hard. Forget carry on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the last time that I worked on it, I did get as far as to like the numbers will move up or down and they will double. But like, there's the actual gameplay versus like what I've built. I'm not sure if I have limitations because it is React or if I just don't know what I'm doing, but it's a challenge yeah. that I haven't worked on in a while. I think as well, though, like when you, I don't think like the either way is like good or bad. I think it, it depends on the person, like entirely mm-hmm. how you approach it. Because like doing it your way, going for things which you know how to do somewhat would mean that you, even when you're doing it, you're going to hit issues along the way yeah so you're gonna learn as you go whereas the way i do is you know throw myself into the deep end and then try to swim so <laughs> i think you, you when you you have to have a balance of that within every project you do and kind of keep going with it yeah it goes along i mean yeah so what's your next mirror 
I know, right? What's on the project list that you, you're going to boost out? And... Oh, that list I keep flashing? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, my HDMI wire stopped working. One second. No. Things dying. One second. I was I'm always worried about tech issues on podcast. Always. I know, right? Like I popped up and said, by the way, my mic doesn't work. <laughs> so I have the first thing was the You can read. <laughs> okay. It's a I podcast after all. It's audio. But... Oh yeah, right. I mean the video will be that, but yeah, it's audio. I got an Instagram filter. I got my slow movie player, which I did start. You did? I started the first two actually. Yeah. Oh, the Snapchat filter. I haven't because I was using Spark AR for Instagram filter, mm-hmm. which is a Facebook app. Okay. So it might only work for Instagram and not Snapchat. So that's when I had to figure out Unity AR. Then I wrote down the Clueless Closet software, which sounds really fun because I have a lot of clothes. <laughs> and I would just love to just see that happen. That's amazing. Yeah, right. I'm so excited about that. I have a data mosh script because I used to use this like third party app called AVI Demux. And I had to download Wine, which is like a Windows executor because like Mac doesn't let me do anything. Mm -hmm. So um, I used to like data mosh through there and I had to use um, VLC so I can play the AVI files. (laughs) There was a lot going on. But then I was like, I wonder if there's a script for that because they do have a lot of scripts or like Python. libraries that help you like detect like a friends b friends i friends and stuff in mm-hmm. a video and i could probably just like write a script to delete those and play back the video and, and it should do what i wanted to do yeah. and then also had um hacker rank challenges was like a personal thing for me so it's not that it's a project it's just something to do whenever i'm like sitting here looking crazy and then i also have react 2048 on there yeah um i had other ideas but i didn't write them down but those are the seven on the list I love the clueless one. I like the idea that you just saw something right? and was like, that'd be useful. Let's, yeah, right. Let's make it that a reality. Cool. I have so many clothes. That's why I'm like, whoa, that might actually take a long time. That sounds like it's going to be more like machine learning Yeah. Um, than I want it to be. But I think I know a way around the machine learning for now. So that would be like, it only works on me and my body instead yeah. of working on like the general public. That's cool. Like, do, I mean, do you, I mean, we'll round this out as a, as like a, as like a thing, kind of a point, but I have a final question of just like, are you more, do you like an idea which can be brought into the world, like physically? Or w- would you want something which is just like programmable, like just like software wise, or are you more hardware? Like, I like, I think I'm personally like, at least through college, like my entire college career, I've always been software just because like hardware was so hard for me to conceptualize like GPIO and like all that stuff. And like Mm. the architecture of a motherboard and stuff just did not stick with me. Like I can't even recite to you the different architectures right now. Like I don't know, but now that like I'm post-grad, I guess I got to explore like hardware with a smart mirror even though it felt like it was more software. Okay, that's interesting. So I don't think hardware has ever really been like my thing, yeah. but I will try to play around with it. But I like software. I think that's the only way you learn though, is like playing with stuff. Yeah. Huh? Figure, figure out where you want to go with it. Figure out what's kind of work with it. I think about like half finished ideas, which you start and you're like, yeah, figure this out as we go along. Those are the best yeah. ones. I think, I think 
as like a, a general idea, like we said when we kind of before we even started the, the podcast, and we were saying like, what can we discuss in the idea of projects? Yeah, and, and how people approach them. I think what stops people is one that initial fear of just like mm-hmm. whether something will work and whether you know they'll be able to get along with it and the problems they face with it, um, but also just like. I don't know. People seem to be anxious of just trying things yeah, without, without reward of things, kind of things. Um, like kind of like we're saying, like the whole idea of giving yourself an audience every so often. Yeah. Just to <laughs> motivate you. I think, you know, it's useful. And I think you just have to figure out how how much of an audience you need, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's like showing some friends or if it's like, no, I'm going to do a stream. And, yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> we'll sell it to the world. Um, but no, I think that's, that's a good point to round out on if that sounds good to you good well thank you for coming to talk to me it's yeah, been of course. Lovely, lovely to speak to you and get <laughs> to learn learn as much as i could about you in the case of a podcast uh, yeah right and your secretive background i'm still not entirely convinced you're not a secret agent um, <laughs> because you have all this tech knowledge uh, <laughs> i also have my background hidden your background <laughs> hidden um and you you know all the things but also i know like your name <laughs> as much as yeah, i can um, find out uh, but no thank you for coming hopefully it's been enjoyable at least yeah i had a good time fantastic and uh, we will talk to these guys later okay